Welcome to episode 52 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. I'm Ty, and you can find me making excuses for abandoning my New Year's resolutions in advance on Twitter, at S-E-A-T-J-K. <laughs> and with me tonight is Matt, not Chris. No, I'm stepping in. And I don't have a good, witty uh, way to, to reference my Twitter, but you can find me at Reasons Are. Matt is the co-host of the Reasons Are Several podcast. Mm-hmm. So I was going to ask you where you make yourself available for friendly public interactions because you've already covered that. I just fucked up your intro right there. Do we it's need to totally, start over? No, I'm good. <laughs> this is the, the benefits of having a guest. It's weird being a guest. I'm so used to running it myself. So this is what are you talking about? You're the you're the local pod whore. That's not true. <laughs> I used to be. I've reformed. You have. <laughs> yeah, I only go on a, a few shows now. <laughs> well, we appreciate you joining us tonight. Um, obviously, I mentioned last week that I thought I was going to have. A little too much time in my hands just to forego doing a show altogether this week as Chris is in beautiful Las Vegas gambling away his family's rent money. Uh, He is. He snuck in some golf, though, I saw. Oh, well, good for him. Yeah. I I would love to do that up here, but it uh, has rained basically solid for two (laughs) two weeks. (laughs) Welcome to winter. It was sunny on Christmas Eve, but that really wasn't going to fly. No. If the snow stays away, I'm cool. I just, I can't deal with the snow. Sure. I don't know how you lived in Alaska. That's fucking terrible. I didn't have a choice. Well, I know. I was a just... minor child who was taken there against my will. <laughs> when are you going to tell that whole origin story? I saw there was clamoring for it. People really oh, want to know. That. It's, what? I moved around a lot. Who cares? <laughs> Chapter one. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't have any patience for anybody. Because oh. I'm just ready to move on at all times. <laughs> wow. Always looking for the exit. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting deep now. Yeah, I keep it real. <laughs> well, interact with the show on Twitter at 2on3pod or hit us up via email at at two on three pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you tonight. Did you, did you play the holler? I will. It was, yes. I mean, of course, that's why I paused. When, <laughs> so I don't have to cut it out, make a silence in the audio track. You can cut that part out. <laughs> no, people like to hear how the sausage. I love the holler. I love the holler. love the holler. All right. Well, maybe I'll, I'll put some extra hollers in for you. Thank you. Please. At the end, actually, but, when you say with us is Matt, that's when the holler should go. Go ahead, sorry. Well, tonight we're doing something else no other podcast has even thought of. We're mm-hmm. looking at year-end lists and we're talking about them. Yeah, and two guys, two white guys talking about it too. That doesn't happen very often. Oh, I'm being told this is not a unique idea. Is that what you're saying? No, no, not at all. (laughs) That's okay, though. This is our take. (laughs) This is our time. It's our time up here. Hey, well, I would like to understand that much like your show, my podcast is not under normal circumstances to white guys. That's true. That's a good point. You are more culturally diverse, for sure. Well, in segment one, we're going to check in on the top headlines of the year and see what Mm -hmm. caught our attention. In segment two, Matt is going to take over as host and host a special Reasons are several flavored segment about what we got stuck inside our bodies in 2018. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and finally, we'll wrap up our podcasting year with a look at the college football recluit. Oh, come on. I Reclu- reclusiveness. I, I the college football reclusive nature of college football. <laughs> One of these days, I'll record a show without tripping over my own tongue. <laughs> with right. a look at the college football recruiting class of 2018, all name team. Mm-hmm. In the OT, we're going to check in on advances in science. 
and we'll say <laughs> farewell for the year. And then I actually have a question for you about getting old because it's uh, such a common topic. Oh, I thought you were going to say because you are. <laughs> and that's fair. <laughs> well, speaking of, before we get to our topics, how was your holiday? Uh, my holiday was good. We, uh, we kept it pretty low key and hung around. I mean, I didn't get a farting butt putt toy or anything like that. So I, I guess it didn't go as well as yours, but it was pretty fun. Oh, it's really hard to, um, I don't know how to react to that kind of thing. It's like, oh, this is funny, I guess. <laughs> Who did that come from? That was from your kids? Um, yeah, it was like a, yeah, like a group dad sort of sure. gift. Yeah. yeah, that's great. That, I mean, I that is, that's kind of a white elephant gift, but I love it. Yeah. And I think that's what it was. It was just, <laughs> well, as I've talked about before on the show, I have, uh, some digestive challenges. So right. I think that they thought they were combining two passions of mine in golf and farting. Oh, did they record your own flatulence and then put it <laughs> under the toy? Cause that would it's, be sweet. It's not a build a bear. Uh Oh, dad just sunk a putt or ate cheese. I'm not sure which, <laughs> <laughs> but I did get something useful. I got a, like a fully, one of those fully waterproof golf bags. Oh, nice. Yeah. So gonna need I, that. Yeah. You sneak in a lot of off season golf. Yeah. I, well, I just try to keep the game in shape, although I've, I've taken a cue from Chris lately and been doing the indoor thing over the winter. That's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, just they, keep the swing going. Well, I finally found a place that lets you practice with the track man without supervision. Oh. Yeah. They trust so not ha- Yeah, that you can use the track man without having to take a lesson at the nice. same time. So it's, it's much more reasonable. Yeah, hell yeah. All right. So I really asked you because do you, do, do you have a tradition? Do you get together with your family? How do you get? How big is your extended family that does the holidays with you? Well, so my co my co host Neil would say, "Well, I don't like enjoying or including my dad, but I do, because my dad just lives five minutes away and he's our regular babysitter. So you know we got to have him over all the time. Sure. But he, uh, it's just it's usually just me, my lady friend, my dad, the kids, and then we have a couple family friends that we've known forever. I mean, I think I've known them since I was God like six, five, six. And so um, they, it's just the two of them, it's a mother daughter. And so they come over and join us for, for the holidays. So that's kind of our main tradition. The only other traditions we do is my lady friend is a really good cook. So she basically is just like, why don't you do that side? I'll do everything else. I'm like, okay. Interesting. <laughs> well, she's really good. So she doesn't want me to fuck with it. So I'm like, oh, fine. I understand. Fine. Then I will just be over here making this whatever bread. But, um, but then also, and then I, my, I make my dad do this usually because he's better at making them than I, than I am. But we always make uh, gin fizzes on Thanksgiving and on Christmas. And he has a good recipe that's, they're real, really good. But you can only have, you can make like two batches and then you got to stop. Why is that? Well, because there's like half and half in it. Uh-oh, that wouldn't go well with you. <laughs> I'd have to get there's, the almond kind. There's a little powdered sugar. There's lemon. Ah. There's, you know, gin. There's just, a, there's just a lot of stuff in it, and, and there's a lot of sweetness to it. And so that's why you just don't want to – you don't want to get drunk on that shit. I find gin to be a horrific experience at all times, so I don't Do think you? I've ever had a gin fizz. You don't like gin? Like even, even nice, like good quality gin? The only one I've ever even remotely enjoyed is uh, Sapphire. Sapphire And it's good. because the only one that I feel like doesn't – smell like pine saw have you had aviator gin <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to even give any lip service to the harassment of ryan reynolds on you twitter that i love seen. ryan reynolds I, I am a huge ryan reynolds fan i mean i believe there was a time back in the day when we shared uh, a cubicle area space where you were you were wanting your goal was the ryan reynolds body in i can't remember which movie blade three blade three there you go you were I like this is a, it this is topless the topless photo of Ryan Reynolds on my refrigerator <laughs> at my home. Motivation. Yeah. It worked too. I'll tell you what. 
<laughs> I like to think I got married solely because of that commitment. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What are your traditions? Well, like I talked about with Chris, um, because we moved around a lot, uh, mm. our family, you know, we just, we have the immediate in-laws and, and, and my mom lives in the area and my sister's in the area and we have some grandparents and then a little bit of aunts and uncles um, on the in-laws side. Um, and without going into too much detail, the real reason I ask you is because I was just reminded that was brought into stark relief for me that people really like having opinions and also being poorly informed. Sure. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just... The less fact, the facts just get in the way. Like oh. why, you know, you can already have your opinion like ready made. So you don't have to worry about any gathering any more data to feed into that. And I'm not the kind of person who in that mixed company setting is inclined to challenge the person mm -hmm. that wants to be assertive with their no? opinion. <laughs> <laughs> then I would imagine that you are sitting there and your poor wife is looking at you while like steam's blowing out of your ears and you're just like focus on like the turkey or whatever you're eating. Well, it's a, it's a sort of a three prong choice you're given when someone stands up or I don't know why they're standing up. Are like you, gonna wait, you're going to stab somebody with a fork three prong. <laughs> Not if I can avoid it, <laughs> but you have three, you have three choices. You can mm -hmm. basically nod along and just ignore it. Like it's not hap or just sort of, let them finish whatever sure you can ignore it and just look the other direction or focus on your food or whatever it is that you're doing or you can choose to be like actually <laughs> right and it's very rare that I, I i even bother to try to choose actually but it, it is very interesting to to hear someone say something that's just wholly based on something not correct uh -huh. and kind of feel like well do you know about this? And mm -hmm. it's like, then it's five minutes of information that I feel like I have to provide that they immediately are checked out on. And then oh, also sure. like if it's nuanced or complex in any way, like if it's some sort of political thing and there's like a complex geopolitical, you know, function right. that's occurred, that's created this reality they're describing and they, they've simplified it down to, you know, cable news talking points. Of course. But do you ever do the, uh, do you ever like set the trap? Do you ever like try to walk them down a line? Like, Oh, so you think this, so then you think this, and then you think this, and then you just walk them right to a, like, no, a, I'm not interested in a debate. Mostly I'm just like, <laughs> so here are the things. You can do it subtly. <laughs> yeah. But it gets combative really quickly because oh, I yeah. was just like, I was, um, speaking ill of everyone's favorite social media company. And I just, mm -hmm. you know, I experienced someone reacting to my displeasure with Facebook as a personal insult oh, because boy. they still use it. Mm -hmm. And so it was because I was bad mouthing it that somehow that reflected poorly on them. It was just right. not really a, a dynamic I was ready for. And I was like, well, and then I started explaining about, you know, vetting API usage and what an API is. And, and there's just a, and you know, the, the eyes glaze the eyes over. Are over. Yeah, they're done. <laughs> it's like, well, if you don't care to know, then I can't really change your mind. You didn't start the sentence with Facebook is whack and anybody who's on is a loser. You didn't start like that, did you? Of course not. <laughs> in fact, the only reason I said anything to the effect of it being a problem is because I keep intending to quit. Only I have a couple of folks who communicate with me primarily on there. And it's just, sure. I haven't found a reliable alternative. Yeah. Um, so otherwise I'd be off. I basically use it to promote the show like just a tiny little bit and that's about it. The only other reason I've ever done Facebook is because when I was having my uh, high school reunion, I was like, I gotta see what these people look like going in. So, how to get on Facebook. See, if it was up to me, I think I'd have only strangers consume my internet content. I think that would be ideal. I'm not that far off. I mean, you know, I, I have a lot of anonymity or at least I protect my privacy quite a bit with the with my podcasting. And so I don't share a lot, but uh, so you can, you can attain that for sure. Maybe you just need to start a new account. 
just make it real two on three pod oriented and then you don't have to worry about it. Perhaps. Perhaps not. Okay. <laughs> too much work. Well, to kick off the show tonight, as we wrap up 2018, I wanted to talk to you about the top headlines brought to us by Chartbeat, not a site that I'm familiar with. <laughs> I, I, w- I was not familiar. But they give they give us what? How, how long is the list? Like 120 total headlines? Yeah, it's long. And, and it's one of those things, too, where you click through. There's a lot of like New York Times stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you keep clicking. And all of a sudden, I don't have a New York Times account. So all of a sudden, it's like, hey your free articles are out. And then I go, oh yeah, Chrome says I got an incognito window and I'm back in. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. Democracy dies in darkness. It's true. That's a good point. (laughs) Well, mostly I just wanted to ask you about what caught your your attention to these headlines. The first one for me, and it relates Mm -hmm. to what we were just talking about, which is it was number 35 on the list, which is Mm -hmm. disappointing photos show what 21 famous U.S. attractions look like in real life. Yes. And it is the ultimate illustration of the Instagram life, social media life versus reality. Because everyone knows that tourist attractions are full of tourists. Of course. Tourists are not always the cream of the crop of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe aren't representing, you know, putting their best foot forward when they're out there just running around trying to snap pictures of things. Sure. And I think the, the funny thing is, is that you know, they keep showing these these iconic. Here's look at these amazing filtered photos that someone has put up on whatever. And they back out. Yeah, and then they compare <laughs> they compare it, and it's just a bunch of rubes, you know, <laughs> crammed into a tiny space. Yeah, wishing the, they were somewhere else. The zoom out is great because it just it literally like it's like oh my god, look at this. This looks so cool. And then you back up, and there's 500 people standing there waiting to take the same picture or whatever. So yeah, it 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 can be bad. But I I was trying I was I was looking through that list. Uh, when we were we were reviewing this, and have you been to many of those places? Uh, actually, quite a few of them. Yeah. So there's they show um, Golden Gate Bridge and, and mm-hmm. Disneyland and, and uh, Empire State Building, and it's primarily just pictures of crowds for sure. Um, I do like when they show you the the Venetian Hotel in Las Vegas, and then and it act like it looks like Venice in these yes. prom- oh, these are promotional photos. So I like the bait and switch photos. Those are the ones that make me laugh the most. And then the what? stuff like the Mount Rushmore is tiny. I know. And see, I always wanted to see Mount Rushmore. And I know that it's going to be a disappointment of sorts because it's kind of way up there and it's smaller than you think. But um, the Venetian one was funny because at first, when I looked at the first picture, I didn't see that they were doing the Venetian. I thought they were actually trying to show a shot from Venice. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough to go there last year. And when you do those, those, um, oh my God. Did you ride in a gondola? Gondola rides. I decided, to, we decided to do one. We're there with the kids. We're like, fuck it, let's do it. It is, yeah, total waste of money. I think it's like, it's like 80 euros or something. And it's, I mean, it's something you can do once. It should be about half that price. And, and that's enough. And just to say you did it, it's not a great way to see Venice. Well, hashtag sidebar. Mm, mm. <laughs> um, I went to Venice uh, as part of our honeymoon trip. Nice. And so getting there was no big deal. Got there sort of toward the evening, got the water taxi, had to yep. roll our luggage through. The, a lot of those corridors between the buildings are very small. Oh, yeah. Um, uncomfortably so. Uh-huh. And then when we had to catch our flight, we had to leave our hotel at like 4 a.m. Oh. So one, it was rolling these suitcases down these deserted alleyways in the dead of night, mm-hmm. feeling like it was one disrupting probably everyone's sleep in a quarter mile. It's rolling. Oh, these, it's like, so loud. Yeah. I'm not quite cobblestone, but they're they're very loud streets. It's so loud, and also feeling like I'm. It's a we are an advertisement for a mugging. Like, hey, <laughs> if you're out and you have a knife, 
here we are. <laughs> yeah, and don't worry because we have all of our belongings. Yes. And I'm not going to be able to fight you off because I'm laden with luggage. And I've got a flight to make. So yes. I'm not going to be able to stop and fight you for a while because I got no, to make just a flight. Ta- just take it. In fact, it'll probably be easier if I don't have to take the shit home. <laughs> yeah. It's a ways from the airport. Like I had never been there before. We flew into there and it's a, yeah. it's a bit of a hike to get over there. Well, you know, if you haven't seen it, folks, you should go see it now because it's going to be gone in 10 years. Oh, for sure. It yeah. was very interesting to see. It is certainly not my favorite Italian city, but it was cool to see. But yes, these other, these other landmarks... I mean, like it was funny watching people take a picture in front of the Vegas sign, and then they back out, and there's a million people standing there waiting to do the same picture. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of that, which I think you know going in. You know it's going to be these massive crowds of people, but still, it's That's why I don't do any of this shit. It's hard. I haven't been to Disneyland in 30 years. Yeah, we're going in 2020. We are also going in 2020. I think we're going like February-ish somewhere okay. in there. I think we're probably going to go around spring break, but it's tough now because what do you do? So this is not related to the topic at all. No, but I'm curious. That's okay. What do you do about taking the kids out of school? Just you're missing school? Don't care. I mean, the thing is this. I would rather take them out on a week that everybody's in school than go on Columbus Day week or spring break or whatever when there's going to be a fuck ton of people. Because when I was a kid, um, we used to go to Disneyland every other year because mm-hmm. my dad had a meet, had meetings down there. And they would put us in the Disneyland hotel. And we'd be there for a week. But, of course, we'd get there on a Saturday night. Uh, we'd drive down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we'd get there on Saturday night and then be like, let's, we got to go on Sunday. And my parents would be like, there's going to be a shit ton of people there. Let's just go on Monday when there's going to be nobody there. And we're like, okay, well, no, no, let's just go Sunday anyway. So we'd go Sunday would suck. You'd go Monday. And back in those days, it was gone, like cleared out. There mm-hmm. wasn't hardly anybody there. And I know that's not the case anymore, but we were also going the beginning of March when people are in school. And that's kind of what you got to do. I think. Yeah, I agree. I just, I'm having a hard time getting comfortable with the idea of that. I'm going to take my kids out of school for vacation, but if we want to have a good time, I, it seems like the only way. You got workbooks? Yeah, of course. There you go. That's all you need. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Just We're going to have homeschool and we're going to go to the Caribbean. It's a homeschool week. That's all. <laughs> all right. Well, what did you see that, that caught your eye? Well, as a proud Oregonian, I did see the Tanya Harding bit, and that was interesting to me. I, d- I have not seen I, Tanya, yet. Have you seen it? I wanted to see it, and then I read some stuff that it was too sympathetic to her, and I'm not interested in that. So I, I've kind of, I'll eventually see it. Yeah, I've seen both. Well, I've seen a lot of different opinions on it. One was people really liked it, but the other was, is it is it too sympathetic to her, to her or is it like all entertainment at her expense? I've seen it go both ways. People think it, it it's either too hard on her and we're all laughing at her mm-hmm. or it's making her feel or seem like more human than she is or whatever. But it's a really interesting. There was a there was an article linked from Chartbeat and, uh, <laughs> and it's this interview with her. And it's so funny because, I mean, so I, I grew up in Oregon and- I was in college at the time that all that stuff happened. And mm-hmm. I mean, she she comes from a, and I don't want to be judgmental, but a bit of a white trashy kind of area. Mm-hmm. And so in, a, in an upbringing, I should say more so. And, you know, she had obviously a horrible childhood. Her mom was psychotic and all that stuff. So And she was treated by guys like shit. So you, 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 you have to understand some of those things when you, you know, kind of evaluate her behavior. However, I'm not giving her excuses. I'm just saying... There's a reason some of that shit happens. So we're all like, sweet, she's pretty awesome. It's, it, you know, it's an awesome skater. Like, you know, when is an Oregonian ever going to have a chance to win a fucking gold medal? She uh-huh. did really well at the world championships or whatever it was. And then that shit happens and she immediately just gets dumped by everybody. Everybody in the state of Oregon is just like, nope, get away. She's like trying to disassociate as much as possible. Uh-huh. So she just got totally shat on. Now, I don't know how much she was involved before or after. I mean, obviously it doesn't look good. And the interview guy, I think it was a guy who was interviewing her, was basically saying like, 
she she tells the story like she didn't know much and she believes it 100% in her heart. You know how people who talk to you like that and you're like, I don't think you quite have a perspective on this that maybe you should. But um, anyway, I just thought it was a really intriguing story and something that I saw so much of in the moment that it was really cool to to read that much more about her. She had this hilarious story where she was talking about like how she met her husband and she's like, she saw him doing karaoke at a bar and was like, I looked, I just thought he had like the most beautiful eyes. Like you could have a nice butt, but everything like the, the key to your soul is through the eyes. <laughs> it sounds a lot like this. She's the kind of person who's told herself one version of events for a long enough period of time that that's now become her reality, whether it's actual reality. or I not. know people like that. And that's yeah. true. It does happen. If you, if you say it enough, you believe it enough, then it's the truth in your mind. And so, but what happens is, and the guy who interviewed her points it out, she contradicts herself all the time because she mm-hmm. can't keep it straight because mm-hmm. she's just going off, you know, the top of her mind. So she should be um, the president. <laughs> well, there's some similarities there, but yeah, so I'm, I'm interested to see the movie. I, I certainly understand that she came from a bad place, but I don't in any way, you know, condone, condone the actions. Cause it certainly seemed like she was involved more than maybe she was letting on, but it was, it's an intriguing story. I agree. I think there's something more to be learned about that, but, uh, it, you know, and she had such a chance to be a, a great story. It's weird that people push back on her because who doesn't want to have somebody who had poor and meager upbringings, you know, make it big on the world stage? How's totally. that not an amazing story? Coming from nowhere, I mean, the way where she grew up skating, they don't even have that rink anymore. It was at a, it was at a mall. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where she learned to skate and and got good and got you know to the to the level she got, which is just hilarious. So, total underdog story. It just yeah. just you know she fucked it up. Pretty sure I've skated in that rink. Yeah, it's I, I I did a little bit. We used to do like hockey uh, classes out there and stuff as well. Yeah. They didn't ha- they don't have boards on half the rink, so if you went into the board, you just went all the way over. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty just, pretty fun. I'm off the ice, exactly. like a sumo wrestling ring. <laughs> yeah. <just> got pushed out <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, great. but she's it's a very tragic, flawed person, uh, and and it's and it's it's an interesting story. Well, the next one I had on my list was number 87, which is Whatever Happened to Brennan Fraser? Yeah. And I actually didn't intend to read this whole thing, but um, I it's had long. tweeted, I had tweeted, and I'm pretty sure I was drinking, uh, that, that you know, there was a, there's news about a Fraser reboot not that long ago. <laughs> right. And that Kelsey Grammer, like, doesn't like the scripts. <laughs> and so, like, they're not sure if it's going to happen. And I was saying, well, you should just make Fraser with Brendan Fraser in the yes. Kelsey Grammer role as a shot-for-shot remake of the original <laughs> show. Just, just the whole exact same show, just different people playing the same roles. And it's he's both playing himself, but also somehow the radio host psychologist. Right. No, yeah. I think uh, there should be at least a web series of that. Like that would, doesn't need to necessarily be a full on show, but it, no. it sh- it's, it's a, it's a funnier die or, you know, web series for sure. It would be hilarious. It sounds like if I had a little bit of money based on what Brennan's up to that I could probably get him. Oh, I think you could. And ideas like that are actually being made into things. That's the funny part. So no, that would be hysterical. So do you want to know didn't what you guys, didn't you guys talk about him not too long ago? Or was it just in the context of like, um, saying how that was peak. <laughs> I know you, you posted recently about peak Brennan Frazier was also peak Rachel wise. Yes. Uh, well, that was, I think that's all there was to it. It was just okay. uh, interaction on Twitter when someone had said that Brennan Fraser was better looking in The Mummy than Leo was in Titanic. Yeah, right. And uh, we, we agreed with that. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. And Rachel Weisz was always a, a personal favorite. Sure. Yes. Very attractive. She's Daniel Craig, right? I, she, okay. Probably. Is it, I, think she's, I think she's married to Daniel Craig, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Why don't all you right, get anyway. the producer to look it up? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that producer? Is that behind that little shade over there? <laughs> <laughs> what I thought was funny 
was I reading that article that it boils down to like he had to take a career break because he did too many of his own stunts as a fairly large man. Ooh. Crashing into a bunch of stuff. And then he got uh, molested at the Golden Globes in 2003. But, so, okay. I thought I heard a little about this. Explain that story. Um, I don't know the gentleman's name, but one of the higher ups of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association like reached around to pat his butt or whatever, but like Ooh. put a put a finger in his taint, and, like wiggled it oh, around. Shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he was just said he eventually like had to push the guy's hand away and just extricated himself. But uh, that he was basically he felt that he was ba- possibly blackballed by the AHFPA because he wasn't invited back to the Golden Globes after this, and he brought it to their attention, um, and was dealing with it without making a big deal out of it right but, uh it seemed like it affected his career and so he said that he's he felt a lot of truth in what he heard from um from the actresses who brought their stories forward well that's uh, sad i didn't know it was too. quite that I, I thought he just like couldn't get cast in anything i thought he was just struggling like there was a lull there where he was hotter and shit and then all of a sudden there was there, nobody wanted nobody took him seriously I think it was that too. I yeah. think he did. He, and he talked about it. He took a bunch of roles that probably didn't cast him in the best light because he had self-loathing issues. Mm-hmm. So he did have, you know, psychological issues that were leading to him to make maybe poor career decisions. Right. I mean, with honors, it's tough to get through. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the, what's the private school one? School ties. School ties. Fantastic. Yeah. He called me a shiny bastard. What was I supposed to do? Walk away. <laughs> Anytime something warrants it, I scream, cowards! <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of the Brendan Fraser story was a story about Brett Ratner. You know who Brett Ratner is? Yeah, that name sounds familiar. It's like a sleazebag Hollywood producer, director. Oh, dude. okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think only movie I can actually remember him directing is Rush Hour 2. Oh, wow. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that he had like some weird photo booth in his house and that when Brendan Fraser went over to his house to take a meeting, Ratner was like, hey, get in the photo booth and I have all the guests take a, a photo. And then he got him to pose for it. Then he like opened up the photo box. He's like, see, it's all real. It's not digital. It's real film. And he, Brendan Fraser's like, you've just exposed all the film. <laughs> 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 this is a, fu- a director in Hollywood. <laughs> he doesn't know how film works. It's awesome. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we got through three. We did. <laughs> I knew that was going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. I, the, the other ones I had that I was going to mention, I'll just do a very quick, is just okay. there There was the Quincy Jones interviews were fucking yes. crazy. Some yes. of the shit he was dropping. It was like he knew everything that ever happened for like 70 years. It's it crazy. was good stuff. And then he like he was talking out of school and had to apologize for it afterwards. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty awesome. Uh, the Kavanaugh hearings, of course, just because of the circus that it was. I mean, obviously horrible for Dr. Ford, but just the, the, the way that guy was just so fucking cavalier and his approach to talk you know answering questions uh, and and you know what do you drink and do you ever blacked out and that kind oh of shit God. that was it was so funny and and shocking at the same time it's a, a nice microcosm of what our country has become <laughs> it's true yeah and then i was going to mention also kevin spacey because he just released that video jesus did you see that video what the fuck i don't know what yes that was. i saw that video <laughs> it was let me be frank is that what it's called yes and he was doing it in character as frank underwood and and what he said, there were a couple of creepy things he said. He's like, he's like, I know what you want. You want me back. And then at the very end, he goes, conclusions can be so deceiving. Miss me? No. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like felt like he got railroaded more so than others. But now Dude. I'm sure that whatever happened to him is probably the right thing. Have you seen the list of accusations? 
Yeah, it I, is well, I didn't. Long. I, I had only heard the first original thing. It's like fifteen bad plus. Yeah, I'm not it's surprised. bad, and it's all young men. It's pretty yeah. bad. Well, molesters molest. Well, yeah, molesters gonna molest, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, it, I, I I had Chevy Chase on my list too, only because he and Spacey not similar situations, but both like not not looked fondly upon. Uh, yeah. Chevy Chase more for being just an asshole and making some racist comments to Donald Glover and all that kind of stuff. Whereas Spacey, obviously much more of a monster, but both situations where it's that whole, can you go back and watch their stuff and enjoy right. it? Or do you still, is that in the back of your head? I feel like sometimes with people, depending on if they go really crazy, it, it sticks with me. Other times I'm like, mm, I guess I can still enjoy this movie. <laughs> uh, I think it's both. I think you can compartmentalize and I've said this on the show before, but I think that the, all of that stuff should just run a little disclaimer that says, Here's what happened to this person. For sure. No, that's a good idea. And I yeah. think it's easier when they're just a dick than if they like molested someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that it's, that's another step. It's one thing just to be kind of a rude person. Right. <laughs> don't put your hands on people. No, please don't. So for episodes for segment two, rather, I want to turn it over to you. And you want to bring some of your natural musk to my show <laughs> oh that's one way to put it yeah so this is a regular segment we do every year um it it's comes from deadspin and and anyone who has listened to our Does show it have hasn't. a catchy segment name uh i mean i i was calling it on our for our notes getting stuck in 2018 but i think the the actual title of the article is things we got stuck in our rectums in 2018 fantastic so that gives you a little teaser but this can be a little cringeworthy. It's from the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission's database of emergency room visits for the last year. And so, um, and hey, the year's not up yet. So I guess there could be, this could be amended. But uh, people get drunk around the holidays too. It's true. Crazy shit happens. So there's a bunch of orifices we're going to cover. And I warn you, you might want to put your headphones on if they're not on already. So things we got stuck. Ear. I'm just going to mention some of these. Drain plug, which I believe brings new definition to the term earmuffs. How big like, are your ears? <laughs> well, we'll get to that because there's another one that's even worse. Yeah. Uh, I think they probably like started to put it in and it's in it, that second it's suction, they're like, oh no. It's going <laughs> to rip out my eardrum. Out. <laughs> Quote, some of these are quotes that like they actually shared by the database. Always put toilet paper in ear when showering. Can't remove. Always? Why do you always put toilet paper in your ears? Like you really get waterlogged that much that you have to put it in. And then every time it gets stuck. So you you keep doing it. I, I can't, I can't, I don't, I, why don't you can't just get some earplugs if this is that big of a problem? I, I, I don't understand either. It's weird. Uh, popcorn. There's another quote. Popcorn kernels in both ears feeds her ears because her ears are hungry. This has got to be like a PCP thing. Yeah. Like you got to be on some crazy shit drugs to be throwing kernels in your ears. <laughs> I mean, either that or you're five, six years old. And you're dead. That's true. And probably a boy, because I feel like boys are way more inclined to jam stuff into their oh, yeah. ears and nose. Than well, gr- boys like- are stupid. <laughs> Be glad you have girls. I uh, am. <laughs> well, I think that, I, I think it's maybe better we don't know the ages, mm-hmm. but in some ways I really want to know the ages of these things. Uh, tampon. So was their ear bleeding? And they're like, I mean, this works in other places. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? At least, I, yeah, I don't. What, I I gotta think that people are just experimenting. With, they have to be. I, I can't imagine. I'm not sticking anything in the holes in my face. No, that's not <laughs> something you should do, ever. And this is the this is the moral of the story. In case anybody hasn't picked up on that yet, glow stick. That could be a real cool look. Halloween, trying to get a nice like uh, f- fun effect as part right. of your costume. I need that some, or a rave. 
inner ear glow. Maybe it was one of those like <laughs> necklace ones that are real thin and long and wavy, and they were trying to like connect it to both of their ears. Well, <laughs> it might be somebody also had pearls. It's like they're trying to floss their brain. How do you get pearls and you're stuck in your freaking ear? Uh, somebody put bug, literally a bug in your ear. Well, I mean that kind of just happens, right? Uh, like, sure. I've read, isn't there stories about some dude who had like a literal earwig in his ear living in there for like, or some woman? And well, and I think we all remember Star Trek II, the no. search for Khan. Did you not see that? They put these I, bugs in a helmet and put their helmets on and those things climb in their ears. Oh, it's terrible. It's that sounds familiar, but I think most of those movies were made when I was. Oh, you were, you were probably not born or very young. Uh, I was three years old. Not even quite yet three years old. What year was that one? Like 82 or something? 82, yes. There, nice. The Ra- uh, I've seen The Wrath of Khan, but. Not since I was probably 10 years old. Well, Ricardo Montalban has nice boobs in it, like full-on <laughs> breasts. It's pretty funny. Very un- very un- unaccustomed to seeing that, given his normal white suit. But uh, put put bleach on a Q-tip to clean ear. Chemical burn. Fucking genius. Who's putting bleach on their skin? I, I don't know. I don't know why you would ever think that's right. Um, there's another Q-tip one, too. Do you Do you use Q-tips? Only if I feel like I have to. Okay, because some people are like, you know, of the mind, the old uh, adage, never put anything larger than your elbow in your ear or whatever. Basically, don't put anything in your ear ever. But I feel like you got to you gotta clean up some stuff sometimes. Uh, I'm pretty guilty about that. I, um, I Maybe I don't use Q-tips because now I'm going to have, I don't know why I'm confessing this on the show, but I have a tendency <laughs> to like take a paperclip. Oh! And, and <laughs> I'm holding my ears. And, nobody... unfold, and unfold it, right? So that it's round on both ends. Okay. And then basically use that to like scrape out the inside of my ear canal. Jesus. And by the way, <laughs> I left that one off this list, but paperclip always comes up on this every year. Somebody does that with a paperclip. Well, so I'm, you're going to be on this list. Well, I'm not, I'm not like letting it go. <laughs> There's no danger. Still, of it. It's an accident, Ty. It could happen. All of a sudden it gets sucked into your ear. And the next thing you know, I don't do it when anyone else is around. Cause it's my great shame. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's move on to the nose. Oh, let's not butterfly well uh, was it a caterpillar and <laughs> when it went in <laughs> i grabbed it i rolled it up i just don't understand how that happens uh paint stuck that's not really stuck snorted no that's somebody sniffing something it's gotta be pink vitamin it's very specific, it's very specific. Well, I, was, I was thinking like is that a is that a, a birth control reference or something i don't think birth control pills is like a different color i don't know i don't know anymore because it's been a while for maybe it's like a gummy birth again child's chewable gummy <laughs> right it could jamming be. it up in there okay this is total horseshit quote sneezed in a computer keyboard key came out right nostril sneezed again and another one almost came out why are there computer keyboard keys up your nose I don't know, man. They're making I, that up, man. <laughs> that's got to be. I, I can't imagine any scenario where you're propping off the keyboards. I, I, I got to assume these are children. That's all I can think of. But it I can, would hope so. A child's nose will not accommodate a common keyboard key. Like you're just sitting there looking at it. And you're like, I wonder if that could, I could stick it. Yeah. Oh, no shit. It went too far. Put them but but then let's do it again. There, there were two keys up there. Yeah. So they didn't learn their lesson. I guess not. Dumbass. Anyway, sorry if it's a kid. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Some kids are dumb. <laughs> they are. It's true. Sex toy. Bullshit. What kind of sex toy? The only thing I could think of would be a butt plug. <laughs> One of those starter dildos. Maybe. You know, you go you go to the the, the shop and there's mm-hmm. like the if you're if you're new to the perhaps <laughs> the new. butt play <laughs> ease in. Yeah, there's the whole like range you're supposed to build up to it (laughs) (laughs) it could be yeah the skinny one you get the skinny one up your nose you mentioned people you know not having holes big enough to accommodate these things pool noodle 
What is he? Is it King Kong? Like, how would you <laughs> fucking get a pool noodle in your goddamn nose? Like, it's got to be a piece of it, right? It has to be. Like, they're biting it like an idiot. Then it should say piece of pool noodle. I guess. Not the whole noodle. <laughs> I'm super uncomfortable with the pool noodles at our local public. Uh, they all look like they've either been eaten by mice or the children who come in there must be feral. Because what's happening with the pool noodles? <laughs> bites out of all of them. I know how concerned you are with cleanliness. And the pool noodle does not seem to suit your fancy, I wouldn't think. Public pools in general should not be a place you go, ever. Well, I'm not that crazy about cleanliness. I like basic norms to be observed. Just wash your fucking hands. It's not that much it's to like ask. I do. <laughs> Finally, piece of steak. That had to be somebody eating and just like sneezed or coughed and it went right up the, no- yeah, right up the nose. Snorted it, yeah. yeah. Throat. You ready for throat? Ugh. This is going to hurt more. Uh, quote, had wife's earring in his mouth and accidentally swallowed it. Oh, man. You know she's pissed and has zero empathy for him whatsoever. What What's the scenario here? Are you trying to clean it? No. I think you're holding it for her and you don't have a hand free and you go, here you go. Okay. It's like holding like a nail in your mouth or something when you're fucking, you know, I'm yeah. guessing that would be what it is. Probably just the back of the earring. Could be. Yeah. But I mean, the, you know, the second that he did it, she goes, oh, that's not a good idea. You're going to swallow it. No, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas tree branch, which I assume means that guy was trying to get that fucking tree through that door and just ate one. (laughs) (laughs) Or he took a header into it, trying to put the star up. (laughs) Just (laughs) do a jump like a dunk. That doesn't work ever. Uh, The ladder has collapsed. (laughs) I'm in the tree. (laughs) Uh, Here's a good one. Drinking coffee out of chip dip container that had some plastic seal in place and felt piece break off while drinking still in throat. There's so many things. I, this, uh, what? So I get what I get the mechanism here. Like you have a salsa container and you have to peel that, right? That, that plastic. Why are off. you drinking coffee out of it? That's that's got to be in college. <laughs> got to be in college. Just I don't have a coffee cup and I need something round that will hold liquid. <laughs> I guess so. I saw in this throat list salt from a salt lamp. Yeah, I did see that one. I cut that one out. Well, we have a salt lamp. And okay. I have licked it. Because I was cu- curious, <laughs> but I can't imagine how much licking you would have to do for like a piece of it to break off and for you to swallow it. <laughs> oh man, there's not enough water in the world to get that out. <clears throat> okay, you ready? Shit's no, about to get real. I'm not ready. We're moving on to PP. Why are people sticking things in their wiener? I don't know. Start with a pipe cleaner. <sighs> Someone took that express- expression a little too literally. Got to clean the pipes. <laughs> some sort of urinary <laughs> constipation issue i don't know just just ram the chimney sweep up there well again we run into this case of how do you fit these things in there i don't understand because yeah. some of them are just way too big unless people are walking around with gigantic dick holes which maybe I, they are mine's not that big i, I mean goatsy exists <laughs> true <laughs> so you know i don't maybe there's a, a front goatsy <laughs> next domino motherfucker What's happening? I don't know how that is possible. How do you get a domino stuck in your penis? Must be the tiniest domino ever. See, I've got it in my head that they've just somehow got it stuck. They've wrapped the foreskin around the domino. And they oh, just... that could be it. And then they've got the winning move. They get to slap their dong right on the table. <laughs> Sorry. No, hey, that'd be, uh, <laughs> that'd that'd be, be a boss quite, move. Quite, <laughs> it's quite the, the exclamation point. No hands domino. Yeah. Uh, thin electrified rod. 
Electrified? What the fuck? Why are you doing that to yourself? These people What's must thin, love pain. What is a thin electrified rod? Where I'm, do you not, get, I'm not where, quite sure what that means. Where do you buy something like that? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure there's one at the hardware store. <laughs> Back of remote control. What does that mean? Like the cover know. for the batteries? I don't know. I'm just going to assume that everybody's trying to wrap their uncircumcised wieners around these giant pieces of plastic. Well, here's your metal paper clip. Oh, but no, I'm not, st- <laughs> no, not, yeah. no, I, okay. I'm not using any implements to clean my privates. <laughs> okay. Just checking. I mean, that paperclip's useful. Oh, we got to keep going. That's all right. It's the end of the year. There's no rules. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> Put soap on electrical wire, inserted wire in penis. Jesus <sighs> Christ. Why would you do that? Do you just think this is the thinnest possible thing I can find? And this is going to help do something that like, is their dick just on fire and they think it's dirty? I, I are they trying to lube it up to get up the hole? I just can't fathom what in the world would make you want to stick something inside your wiener. Right. I don't know if you heard me talk about this on our, uh, on reasons or several, but I think it was a while back. There was a, when my mom back in the day was a nurse <laughs> and she, hold on. And she worked at this place, this hospital in Texas. And there was a guy that they called Sam, the pencil man. And he used to jam them things up there. Why? Why would you yes, do this, Sam? Stop, Sam. Crack vial. Oh, man. Are, they, are you worried they're going to like search your ass at customs? So you're like, yeah, oh, just stick it up the D-hole. I think so. Is that what it is? Yeah, because you can get those really small ones. Yeah, it's a mule situation. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> just, no one's going to look inside my dick. No, they'll never think of that. Okay, let's move on to vagina. Oh, <laughs> let's. <laughs> small child's toy. You know, got to use what you got. Whatever's available. It's no, you shouldn't. That's no, that is the moral of the story. You should not just use whatever you've got. <laughs> Inserted a crayon and vagina. Can't remember if it came out. Can't remember? Or you just can't locate it? I, I think that's the same thing. <laughs> what color is your pee? That'll it's, tell you. It it's fire truck red. Oh, that tells me what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm having the weirdest period. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't think about that. I didn't mean to say red. Uh, let's see again, domino. So there was a wicked game of dominoes going on. <laughs> Maybe these two people were playing each other. And the whole thing was so. that you had to put the dominoes on the table. That was the winning privates. Move. Yeah. <laughs> had an egg vibrator come apart in vagina, leaving part of it and it batteries in the vaginal canal. That's just, un- that's just bad luck. An egg vibrator. That doesn't seem like a good shape to be using. No. So unless it's only surface area. You haven't gotten to the rectum yet. It's coming. And I don't mean to steal my point in advance, but this seems like as good a time as any to say it, which is you really got to use the right tool for the job here. I think that's right. And if you're going to stick something in your privates, it should be something that is long enough that you cannot conceivably lose your Mm -hmm. grip on it. Yeah, no, I agree. And maybe you need to have some piece of rope tied to it because you're so bad at sticking things in your orifices that they get stuck in there. Yeah. The egg, I can only imagine, would be more of a surface uh, well, stimulator. My Yeah, my understanding is that that's not for insertion. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and finally, slipped and fell on wet floor at home and also had sex toys stuck in vagina for eight months. Are these related? Why the and also? Slipped and fell on a wet floor at home and also had a sex toy stuck in vagina for eight months. That's got to be the... I assume the... they're related. That's cause and effect. I think it might just be that the, the 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 slip and fall is what's forced you to go to the hospital oh, and you finally right. tell someone. Yeah, that's I bet you're right. Yeah, 
Good you live alone. You go to the doctor. The nurse is like, so tell me what's bothering you. <laughs> well, well, I slipped and fell and I hurt myself. And I've had a little itchiness going on, a little discomfort. <laughs> right, well, let me take a look. Well, okay. I don't know how to tell you this, but there's an egg uh, in your vagina and it's not, it's not a fertilized egg. So <clears throat> let's, let's end with the butt. Well, it's the reason we showed up here rec- for the rectum. Christmas ornament ball. Ooh. That's like a glass one <laughs> I, that's what i'm thinking that's no, dangerous can't be uh billiard ball Woo. again they make things you a whole string of these balls you can put in your butt yes and you won't lose a hold of it exactly go with the beads not the the ball the ball off the you can table. get the billiard size beads if yeah, you i'm it. sure you can oh god damn <laughs> nail file that must be a jail thing yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> stick this in your ass <laughs> Shot glass. Oh, fraternities. That's This is a butt-chugging thing for sure. <laughs> Crack cocaine with sex objects. What in the hell does that even mean? I think they're rolling the sex objects in the crack and then putting it in, in their butts for okay, fun. Okay, so they're not using the sex object to transport the crack. They're actually making the experience better by rolling it in crack. I think it's either option is probably. <laughs> <laughs> Lube bottle with cap on. Hey, honey, pass the lube. Oop. <laughs> right in. <laughs> so many of these rectum ones, and I'm not going to, you know, cut you off here, but so many of these rectum ones are clearly just, you didn't have what you wanted, so you just jammed whatever was handy up your butt. Totally. It, it's they're not, all like that. Leg of a telescope? What the fuck? Right. I mean, Again, we just, it's not the right tool for the job. No. Unless, like, maybe they were somewhere out in the wilderness, and they, they needed some even ground. So, like, hey, can you lay down? I'm going to put, I'm going to prop this up against you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's stuck hold on oh. I, oh, I was gonna make a bad dad Tri- pun there i see uranus oh, there you go oh i like it <laughs> it's right in our wheelhouse <laughs> it's right in the wheelhouse pushed drugs up rectum using a lighter was able to retrieve the drugs the drugs bag yet believe lighter got stuck i believe i think the lighter might have got stuck but I don't how know. do you not know for sure whether or not the lighter is still in your butt <laughs> check in the pockets like what no that's not do you, have, do you have my lighter Oh, shit, it might be up there. <laughs> Again, so if you're going to stuff something up your butt, find something that you can't lose. Exactly. That's to stuff, the, yeah. to, to stuff it up, whatever you're stuffing These are there. all just bad decisions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Candle in condom. Hey, Again, keep it safe. Yeah. Keep it that's, safe. Yeah. That sounds like it broke off. Yeah, right. And then you couldn't pull it out. And then maybe the condom ripped. Yeah, I think yeah. that's right. <laughs> Don't let that wax get inside me. <laughs> Squirted mixture of bleach and water into rectum wanting to prevent AIDS. Well, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for the self-loathing person that did that because they obviously had their encounter and then had crazy guilt and fear immediately right. following it. And they're like, you know what? The, like Their brother was like, I'll tell you what will fix it. You just got to put bleach up there. It'll kill everything. Bleach kills everything. That's like, it's like a, a 1950s Lysol ad. <laughs> <laughs> Spray some Lysol up your ass so you don't get AIDS. <laughs> Cell phone, which uh, makes me think, oh, my God, I hope the ringer or at least vibrate was on. No, absolutely. That's a, okay, okay, call me. Call, <laughs> right. me, call me. Okay, okay, I'm ready. Call me, call me. Call me now. And, and wait, then, wait, 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 wait. Okay, no, no, no. Go, go, go again. Go again. Go again. <laughs> And yeah. then you're just waiting for the battery to run out because you're like, okay, it's too much. I'm yeah. overstimulated. Please stop. <laughs> just keep firing you up. <laughs> you're in a meeting the next day because you haven't gone to the hospital yet. Uh, has a vibrator in rectum and tried to remove it with screwdriver, lacerated rectum object and colon now. Ooh. So they jammed it up in there further yes. and cut themselves. Yes. 
why wouldn't you at least try it with pliers? <laughs> why a screwdriver? <laughs> no, there's one from a previous year where somebody was using pliers like to get something out of their throat. Oh, it's oh a terrible idea. You can't do that. Just get go the to pliers. the doctor. Just you go to the doctor. That's right. <laughs> and finally, significant amount of string. I wonder what they. I don't know what they consider significant. <laughs> It's a lot of string up there. Maybe they've just been eating the string. Well, and is it is it like a? It could be, or was it like a? Do you pull put the string up and then slowly pull it out? Is there like a like an anal bead type thing, but much lighter scale? I, I think I way too much about these things. You clearly do. I do not have answers for any of these questions. <laughs> uh, thanks for thanks for letting us do this segment on your Absolutely. show. Absolutely, <laughs> I wouldn't have done this otherwise. So I like you bringing some uh, some funk to the the show and as a reminder you want to hear more dirty dirty talk go check out my show (laughs) (laughs) it's not always dirty talks sometimes it's about robots and dirty talk it's true we do cover a lot of robots there was one on the list you didn't mention where it said jumped on bed toothbrush was on bed and went up patient's rectum this person is a liar yes you put the sonicare up your butt yeah they no, 100 percent. there's no there's that is the lamest excuse ever and that's a lie you could catch him in by asking him like four questions because their story would fall apart all right. Well, thank you for so much, so much for bringing that to the You're table. You're welcome. I enjoyed it immensely. Not enough to stick it up my butt. No. Maybe another time. Don't put things up your butt, folks, unless you know how to get it out. Just make sure that some part of it is still sticking out you once you're have, done sticking it in. You got to have an exit strategy. <laughs> <laughs> There's your title of your episode. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, moving on to segment three, we're going to talk about the all name team. Um, the all, sorry, the all 2018 college recruiting class name team specifically. Um, I asked you to put together a few of your favorites. This is, this name is what, uh, but roughly 40 names long or this Mm -hmm. list rather is 40 names long. Yeah. Um, it sounds like you did significantly more than I asked and I appreciate that. So since you have at least a top 10 out of these 40, I have a few honorable mentions and then I thought we'd go over our top three or four. Can I stop you before you get started with just this? Do you, how much do you follow recruiting these days? Uh, more than I ever have before, uh, enough to mostly be uncomfortable with the <laughs> amount of tweeting at recruits by adults on the internet. Yes. I know of one in particular. Keep it a hundred fam. I follow it too. And I have for years and it's sometimes it's a little, I feel a little weird about it. And I always joke about how I'm following like 17 year old kids and 16 year old kids and the fucking college decisions they're going to make. But it's, it's just so constant that it's hard to not pay attention to it. And as somebody who is so invested in like how my team does in college football, it's hard to stay away from it. I was going to ask you though, who is, what's your favorite uh, Husky recruit name this year? Oh, I, I don't know if there's a favorite name. Nobody's name has stood out to me. Not uh, Miki. Are you? <laughs> I mean, that's a good one. That's pretty good. But that's the thing is I I've gotten, I'm so like inured to it anymore. Yeah. It just everyone's name is crazy, and that's why the, this is only funny to me in this format where you put all these people together in one place right. no, as individuals and a part of a bit larger team. It's not nearly as entertaining to me. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Uh, by the way, I, it, you'll hear it when you listen to our episode this week. But um, we talked a little bit about the whole youth uh, league in Texas, where they're having four-year-old kids sign letters of intent. Four-year-olds. Cool cool yeah isn't that awesome yeah it seems like a a good functioning normal (laughs) world we live in that's great isn't it sorry go on with your honorable mentions all right honorable mention um number one for me sudden sapien Mm -hmm. s-u-d-d-i-n so it might be sudin yeah i like to think it's sudden uh and, and isn't sapien technically wisdom isn't that what that word means is that what it is i think it is because i think homo sapiens is wise man i think that's what that means it's not wise ape 
I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that say, he's Abe Sapien's son that uh, from from <laughs> that could be from Hellboy, and that he's you know he's had a, a cross pollination with a woman, and they've made a he's going to destroy that man. league. He's only going to uh, UT San Antonio. He's going to destroy that league if he's if he's like that. Uh, who else you got? Uh, I also have on my honorable mention list Ormondel Dingle. <laughs> I like Ormondel Dingle. Yeah. That really was a contender for me, actually, for the top spot and ultimately uh, busted down because I have an affinity for names that also sound like they could be something. So oh, we'll okay. Right. Yeah. Like that's a device. Yeah. That, did you have any? So did any of these make your top 10 yet? These? No, not, neither of these. Oh, really? You know, Ormondel Dingle doesn't make your I mean, top it's 10. good. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of others. All right. Vera Monte's Pippins. Yeah, that's a good one. It's still not on my list. Okay, and but then, I like uh, it. Uh, you know what that sounds like to me though? A little bit. It almost sounds like uh, like I'm watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, we just got done watching that trilogy this weekend, and it's like that sounds like a name that they would run into. Yeah, like Peregrine Took. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> sure. So I've also got uh, then Quavaris Crouch, mm-hmm. which to me sounds like the, if the Migos were in Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it sounded like something you do on leg day. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do the Quavaris crouch today. <laughs> Man, it gets it gets your quads and, you know, uh, I'm forgetting the, the thing on the back of your legs. Glutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a lot Thank of you. things. I'm like, there are a lot ham, of things back there. Glutes, glutes is what I was going for there. <laughs> you got any others? That was it for honorable mention for me. The rest I have is, is my top four. Okay, so I've got as honorable mentions also. I've got, um, let's see, I got Jack Coldiron. Which like just sounds it. made up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it reminds me of this guy when I worked at a collection agency because I have worked somewhere else once time. And uh, we, they all had aliases, and his name was Mike Steele. Like, huh. Yeah. yeah. He called people his Mike Steele. like, yeah, fucking badass. When I was in fourth grade and I, you, know, you make up a name for yourself to be a fictional character, I always wanted to be Rick Fire. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, if your name was actually Rick Fire, how lame that would that, be. Well, people would want to call you Dick. Um, I had Nick Troy Fortune, which just sounds, that sounds like an alter ego of a superhero or something. I, that's the exact thought I have here in my notes. It was my number four on my list of top oh, it is. four okay. names. Yes. <laughs> I had uh, Aeneas de Cosmo. Okay. Which kind of made me think of Latin class in the Trojan War, but that's fine. Um, and then did I have anybody else? Oh, I had Artemis McCorkle only because I think that sounds like a name you'd put on like your out-of-state fake ID. <laughs> Artemis McCorkle is like the the it's the Greek god who was sent away to like have to be adopted in Ireland. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, I had one more. Christian Archangel. And that is because I think this guy probably has like a total goth look. Like I bet he's got black, you know, nail polish and shit. He's a mind freak. <laughs> of course. Anyway, we can start out. Do you have a top four or top five? I had a top four, but if you have five, go ahead. Okay, well, you are, I already stole your your four, so I apologize. Yeah, Number five, a, casual, is, casual Savoy. I just casual like, Savoy. I like the name. I like that it's with the K. This guy is probably cool as fuck. I, casual Savoy, actually my number two overall choice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Casual, because it also sounds like a, maybe like a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Welcome. We're going to go down to the casual Savoy. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, my number four is Keon Zipperer. Oh, Keon did not make my list. Well, because I'm like, you had one job, Keon. It's to zipper. You're a zipperer. I just thought that name was so fucking outrageous. His name needs, needs, needs just needs to be like Jacket. Yeah. That'd yeah. make it, What's his middle name? Fly. 
<laughs> uh, we're to number three. Who's your three? My number three is Christian Mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> Anchorman. It's just a very you know specific kind of wood you have to use to make pews. I need, <laughs> right. I need, can, it's like kosher kosher foods. Yeah. I need the Christian mahogany. This mahogany has been <laughs> blessed by fifteen <laughs> priests at the archdiocese. It's got to be a tough name to have. Like, hey, Mister Mahogany. Like, come on, that's bullshit. Have you met my friend Norwegian Wood? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Number three for me, Anthony Orgy. Let's party. <laughs> oh, I just, oh, he's last. I just missed that one altogether. <laughs> you go into Vanderbilt too, smart guy. What if it's Orgy? It probably is. <laughs> I doubt it's actually Orgy. <laughs> it looks like Orgy. Who's your number? And you had your number two was who again? It was Casual Savoy. Casual Savoy. Yeah. My number two, and this is very personal is storm duck i knew that was coming because you had to know that was coming that that is like i don't understand how oregon didn't sign this guy that's a that's a disappointment it, it's disappointing to have he could have had the jersey with a duck on the back exactly we've yeah, had but, we've had a mallard before but never a duck so we've had the washington many washingtons yeah of course washington on the front and the back right yeah that's a nice yeah so who's your number one my number one, after much consideration, is Welton Spotsville. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Welton Spotsville because it sounds like the name of someone who, again, like an old-timey novel that is maybe famous for, like, beating his children. Oh, God, he you're going the dark. Wel- hey, wait, he puts the welts on the Spotsville. I don't know. He's just founded a town. <laughs> it's all about, like, corporal punishment. Yeah, it does sound a little Seussian. Yeah. <laughs> But so I like any. I like it really when the names. You know, yeah. I mean, there's obviously a lot of fun in the juxtaposition of, of course, you know, Travion Freshwater. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which didn't make my list, but is an excellent one. It is a good name. Um, or like you said, Anf- uh, Artemis McCorkle. I also like uh, Eric or Arik McLawyer. That's my number one. Oh, all right, Eric. Mal- yeah, I think it's Eric. I assume uh, McLawyer, just because I could see. Either you're watching TV late at night or you're driving by a billboard and it's like, have you been involved in an accident and need representation? <laughs> Call Eric McLawyer. <laughs> McLawyer sounds like something you get, you know, like a cheap lawyer. Yeah. I got to get a McLawyer. That's Call what the I'm saying. Guy. Yeah. yeah. And the Eric's your guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's all I had. That's it? No others to mention here? Uh, I mean... I, there were also some funny ones that I, that I was aware of that weren't on this list, like oh, well, please, Hunter Spears. Yeah. Okay. Steel Chambers. That kind of goes along with the, uh, whatever that, Jack Steel Cold Iron. Steel Chambers. That's Steel like a, Chambers. That's, that's, that's some Buffalo Bill shit. Going to Ohio State, this guy. You're going to hear about him. Tavondre Sweat. I like that. And, uh, and Rook. This is a tough one. Rook or Hororo. <laughs> Can you imagine that Clemson announcer is going to have a hell of a time? O R H O R H O R O. O R. H O R H O R O Rook or Hororo? <laughs> oh my God! That's, <laughs> it sounds that's like tough. you're drunk. That's tough. <laughs> you guys, we gotta call Rook. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Or Hororo. Or Hororo. Or Hororo. Just keep saying. It's a long one. Or Hororo. It's not that hard. I think once you get it. I think you'll get. Yeah, I think you get used to it. I mean, there's easy ones on the list too, like Liam Dick and stuff like that. I mean, that poor guy. It's unfortunate. I mean. I hope he names his kid Don't Be a... Yeah, right. And then we have Liam Dick, and he, I wish he was playing on the same team with Bo Limmer, because this seems like these two things. <laughs> Bo Limmer. Yeah. Yeah, there's some fantastic ones. I don't know. I, I, it's 
it's a good list. Like I said, I started looking around a little bit more because I knew there were some other ones out there, but uh, I think we picked the best ones. Those were all the ones I had highlighted for sure. We'll talk about this on our show too. I think you guys might do something about this, but about the whole baby names thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just gets wackier and wackier every year. There are just people are just don't give two fucks about what they're naming their kid anymore. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. Matt, terrible. Like, name me something more unique. I did go through like a eight year period where 80% of the dudes that were like part of my social circle were named either Matt or Chris. And that was it. That's hard. A a handful of others, but that was it. And here we are. And the two guys that I primarily (laughs) do podcasts with Matt and Chris. And you used to do a podcast with another Matt. That's right. So see there, you're stuck in the podcast world with these, these two names. They're, it's, they're not good names. No offense, Chris, yours is fine. But (laughs) Matt is just, I mean, it's just so common. It's brutal. Have you ever considered like enforcing the few, like no. making people call you Matthew? Oh no, I thought about calling, making them call me Thew, oh, like God. Topher Grace. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? No, I go by Thew now. Okay, I'll I'll see you later. But I just <laughs> and I can't go by my middle name because my middle name's lame. Isn't that your brother's name? No, my middle name is Lee. Wait, what? Oh, la- oh, you said lame. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> my middle name is lame. My brother is lame. Yeah. We also call him Wayne. Yeah, his name Wayne. is lame. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Wayne. <laughs> All right. Well, heading into the OT, uh, I wanted to talk about, well, Elon Musk's very dumb car tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. For those that don't know, Elon Musk did a demonstration of a tunnel that is built to ferry a Tesla alone. Mm-hmm. It's room for one car mm-hmm. with you can't really get out of. No. The car requires retractable wheels that touch the sides of the tunnel to keep it from crashing into the sides. <laughs> yep. And it seems to have two complicated car lifts to both put it in and out of the tunnel at either end. This is a model of inefficiency. It is the stupidest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so you have girls, right? I, yes. I have boys. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a lot of respect for Elon Musk because he, he understands the dangers of AI and so do I. <laughs> but he this kind of project and some of the stuff that he creates reminds me of so when you have and i think it's more of a boy thing than a girl thing that's why i was asking is because boys will like draw stuff and it'll be like what's that oh it's an elevator that has rockets that blast it out of the roof and then it fires laser beams out the top like they have all these crazy things that go on you're like this is so this is just not gonna work. <laughs> I mean, I love the creativity here, but yeah. you have way too much shit going on, and yeah. and you need to like you need to like you need to narrow this down a little bit and have it not do everything. You're basically trying to make like a Swiss Army knife vehicle. And so when I saw this idea of his, I was just like, he didn't think this all the way through. Like he just was like, I can make this and it's gonna look cool. But then in the end, you're like, the the there's just no there's no reason to make this. It's gonna be the most inefficient thing ever, and nobody's gonna want to use it. Why did you do this? I mean, not that I live in New York, but fix the subway. Yeah. Don't just make a worse one. No. The subway and the subway has its faults, but it still works for the most part. This thing also just looks like a death trap. I mean, if you're claustrophobic, you're not going to like this. Yeah. And they they talk about how there's like no great like emergency exits or anything. I mean, if there's a fire or an explosion, bye-bye. Yeah. It's it's insane. You're dead. Yeah. I'm, so I'm... I, I don't think this is a good idea. I don't know what Elon's doing here. He just has too much money. So any idea that comes across his dome, he can be like, let's make this. And here's, you know, $750 million and people go make it. And then they go, why'd you do that? He's like, oh, no, trust me. I'm ahead of my time. Remember when I was telling you about the Hyperloop for years and years? Well, how about this instead? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess you could you could argue when you're an innovative guy like that and have this just crazy creative mind, you're going to lay some turds. Like, there's going to be some bad ideas. I just wouldn't have thought it would have gotten this far along in the process. Someone at some point had to say, what's the point of building a tunnel that one car can go through at a time? Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody, maybe he's got too many yes men around. He needs somebody right. to check him and be like, Elon, bro, can't do this. Back on that Joe Rogan show and smoke another blunt. Yeah, that's right. Told how stupid this is. <laughs> You're right, 49 miles an hour. So worse, so slower and worse and more dangerous. The only reason this would be good is if it just made people that I don't want to encounter on the road use it and stay out of my way. Then that's fine. Sure. If it's my road, is it yeah. my tunnel? Like, okay, so you're catering to the super rich. Yeah. Well, it could be that. Or, or, or you let these dumbasses do it, and they just get you out of the way on the real road. It's kind of like we talked about when we, before we started recording. It's the people who maybe would be going 49 miles an hour while they try to merge onto a fucking freeway that's you know, 65, 70 miles an hour. They can go 49 all they want. Just stay off the freeway. I don't tailgate normally. I don't mean to digress into this, but man, if you're, I, I have no problem getting my car very close to the back of your car if we're trying to get on the freeway and you're going 45 miles an hour. Because right. I need you to understand you're doing something wrong. Yeah. You need to move. People, I know there's the whole Carlin joke about, you know, people go faster, assholes, of course, slower, whatever it is. But it's, it's there's the two things that are the most frustrating. It's it's when people are crazy and, and dangerous, and then it's when people just don't go, when they just hesitate. It's yeah. the kind of people that you pull up behind and you can see that they can turn right on red to turn onto the road, and so you're looking and there's nobody coming. So you see them start to go and you look like you're gonna I'm just gonna make sure there's nobody coming. Oh shit, they stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're getting ready and because you, you assume they're gonna go and then they didn't go. Yes. Oh God. the worst. Stop hesitating. Well, this is a nice segue into our final topic for the evening, which is you've heard on our show, I'm sure, where we talk about, or me mostly, talk mm-hmm. about how I know I'm getting old. And it comes to being identifying with, you know, these these old takes you used to hear from your parents back in the day that you mm-hmm. never understood. And the, the um, one I had was, at what point, or how slow under the speed limit do you have to be going for it's reasonable for me to honk at you? <laughs> <laughs> like, if it's a 35 and you're going 28... I feel like I kind of can honk at you. Yeah, I <laughs> it's think right it's, on the edge. The, I think you have to play the percentages there. It's not a flat number. It's based on the it's based on the percentage below the limit you are. So yes, if okay. you're going, that's that's twenty percent slower than the speed limit. So you're you're you need to you need to be at least above thirty. Okay. You got to <laughs> be within five too. That's just a rule. I mean, on the freeway, I'm more forgiving because at least there's multiple lanes. Mm-hmm. Not when you're getting on the freeway, but sure. Uh, at other times anyway i was just I, I, there needs to be a, a system in cars where i can like somehow punch in your license plate number and send you mild unthreatening messages to remind <laughs> you to stop being an idiot <laughs> or the car just needs to recognize and go you are in a 40 you know five mile an hour zone and you are going 32 yeah like go past a speed limit sign your car just gives you a little hud that like what? shows you yeah we got sensors for everything else so why not in fact like you know how sometimes you go by those little speedometers that like flash when you're going too fast yeah should fucking flash when you're going too slow see this is why i get mad when i see people like an engineer buddy of mine who i saw on facebook go on a whole why are you tearing down elon musk for trying to do something good and it's like because this is stupid is why (laughs) and someone else should have told him i think it's yeah i think that somebody needed to check him i think that it got way too far along in the development stage like it should have never got there it should have should have been on the drawing board and then never actually i mean at most they went to most a model should have been made like a 
like a, you know, uh, what's it called? Doctor, whatever from back to the future model should have been made. And that should have been it. And then, and then literally you could have gone, Oh yeah, this is not going to work at all. There's way too many people on this planet for this to ever work properly. So we should just, we should bag this. Yeah. Sorry, Elon. Well, and that's the thing about new stuff. So that's the other thing I'm starting to relate to, which is I have at this point a very old cell phone. It is four years old. What is it? It's a six S plus. I have a, I have a six. Okay. So you're, you're six one plus. Gen- yeah. Okay. So you're the, you're half a year older than mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need a new phone. All of this one's starting to do the normal Apple couple years old device freak out thing. Of course. Wasn't a problem. I'm putting off the update, putting off the update, putting off the update. All of a sudden I've got all kinds of wonky shit. Finally go fine. I'll update. And all of a sudden now it's fine. Yeah. It's like, there's no way you can't convince me. This is like the only conspiracy theory. I believe that they push bugs to unupdated phones to force you to get to you. Them. Yeah. yeah, no, I think it's pro- probably true, or at least after a while, like maybe not the first update, but that yeah. incremental update, they go, okay, we're going to push something now that's going to fuck up your apps. Well, and then that's just an old holdover habit, habit from my technology habits developed in the earlier ages, whereas you don't update until there's been one patch. For sure. That's the standard move. I know oh, that's absolutely. not really the case anymore with iterative development. Like it's just really not necessary. No, it's not anymore. But when your mobile device is so near and dear to your ability to function and it, you know, way, way more than it probably should be. Mm-hmm. I'm also starting to understand an old person's point of view on, I don't want to have to learn something new, even though I love learning, like, and especially in, in my technology career, I actually really enjoy learning about new technology and what's happening in, in with serverless computing in the cloud is pretty exciting from an mm-hmm. infrastructure perspective right now. But I also, when I'm like, okay, I know that this works. It's not broken. I, I know I'm like, I'm turning into uh, an old person when I say things like this one works fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. I get what you're saying because there's a, there is a slight learning curve. And if you're, if it's going to slow down, slow you down, you're hesitant to, to do it unless you really feel like it's something you have to do. And so that's yeah. why I do the same thing. I wait for updates and wait for updates. And then it's like, Oh, I have to take my phone in. Cause I waited till the absolute, like almost last week to take my phone in to get my battery replaced for that $29 mm-hmm. deal for iPhones. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, yeah, you need to back up your phone again. You haven't backed up your phone in a while. I'm like, oh, yeah. And they're like, you're going to need to update your operating system. I'm like, you got me. <laughs> Screw you. I generally don't back up my phone. I don't do it enough. I can tell you that. I just, uh, I, I try to keep my technology life very platform agnostic so that I could move between devices. And that's a, a holdover from, from an old part of my career that I don't really have to deal with anymore. But I don't buy into individual ecosystems. Um, and it costs myself some convenience that way but also i retain some some flexibility yeah well that's smart you're smarter than elon musk (laughs) you may well be the this might be the longest two on three pod of 2018 hey if you got to cut it down i understand (laughs) (laughs) like i said it's the end of the year there's no rules (laughs) anything else to add before we sign off for the night i got nothing else appreciate you having me on uh i think this is maybe the third time i've been on here is that right i think so that sounds right so i appreciate you having me on it's really fun to come on and talk to you guys um you wish i could talk to you guys more often and yeah if you want to go check out uh my show that i do it releases on wednesdays it's called reasons are several uh you can find me again on twitter at reasons are and we're reasons are several.com so please go check out the show if you like if you if you really like that what's in my butt segment (laughs) it's not all that way then go go check out neil and me on our on our other show thank you matt and neil are also what have become my primary source for new movie news with will the will neil watches segment so i find (laughs) out about movies that are coming out next month mostly by listening to your podcast and it should be said to your listeners a great drop man 
you know, like when you're a good boxer, always has a good cut man in his corner. A, a, a podcaster's got to have a good drop man, and I have one in Ty because he is so nice to put together simple drops for our you know various segments, and they always they always come out great. So thank you very much for doing all those drops. I think I still I think I, I need one more from you, but otherwise you're doing great. Tech desk, <laughs> tech desk, and you want yeah. the tech desk? I already yeah. have an idea. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, you're welcome for that. I actually really enjoyed doing that work. Um, kind of the, the post-production part of the pod is some of my favorite stuff to do. Uh, and I wish that our show kind of called for it more frequently. Um, it's It could be a little kitschy and stuff. And I think that some people kind of, I don't know, they, they I think if you do it, it sounds it could sound a little more overproduced. But at sure. the same time, they're so short and they're so like, and they're goofy because you make them that way on purpose. Yeah. So I think it works for our for what we're trying to do. Okay. We're not. I mean, we're not a morning zoo show here. You know. Did no no. There's no fart noise. Although, no. <laughs> I'm thinking my my daughter got one of those little noisemaker boxes for Christmas. Oh boy. And I think I may she I'll just incorporate that into the show. For, She's got a noisemaker box, and you got a butt putt uh, <laughs> fart machine. So you, you got all the toys. Well, you know, we like to keep it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Stay audio. grounded. Stay humble. We like our audio stimulus around this house. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear the drop that I put in for the trailer park a couple weeks ago? I did. I know you said you thought it sounded a little creepy, and it does. <laughs> but I think it works. It's pretty good. Well, I, I, I agree, because I made another one, and then I immediately was like, I think I like the weirdo one better. Yeah. Stick with the first one. That's your gut. All right. Well, that's a wrap for the two on three pod for the year 2018. And we thank you all of you for listening to our show. And please know that we appreciate the time you choose to spend with us. If you don't already, please subscribe and or review. I mean, you know, there's a handful of, I shouldn't even say there's a handful. I think there's two, two reviews. Come on, people. I got one of them's mine. I know. I appreciate it. I did my part. I don't, you know, I, the truth (laughs) is, like I said at the top, I'd prefer if people if we stayed anonymous. It's not like I'm going to make a living doing this. The less people that hear this, probably the better. Less licensing concerns if you ever include stuff, too. Yeah. I tried. I, I got off of that after a while. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like I was going to get in trouble. Yeah. It does feel that way. But you can review us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. And as always, do not be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for our show. We'll be back in 2019 with Chris and with more shenanigans. And until then, peace.